sit back and relax. Bridal Bliss provides brides-to-be with the confidence, calm and insight that leads to a once-in-a-lifetime wedding day. Bridal Bliss is the podcast for brides who seek a joyful wedding journey. This is Daniel Toop and I'm from Griffin Alliance and we're doing the podcast with Maria Abakan, is that correct? Yes, that's right. From the booth box. Uh, So how did you get into photo booths? I got into photo booths actually whilst I was in maternity leave with my son, so with my first child. So I didn't want to go back to work full time and I had a couple of months left until coming back. I had to hire a photo booth for my mum's 60th. I thought it would be a good gift for her. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was doing some research and I thought, oh, hey, these things are quite expensive. And I remember going to my first event, which was in 2009, and they had a photo booth. And I said, I reckon we could do this. <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> and everyone got into it. It was it was so much fun. And I thought, hey, let's do it. And for my mum's 60th, two weeks later, I spent the whole time researching and I just I bought one online, right? I didn't give it to – I gave it a lot of thought during that two weeks and I told my partner about it and he said, you know, now you've got to do a business plan and you've got to write down this and that. And I thought to myself – by the time I do all that, I'll talk myself out of it. So you know what? I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> it's going to come. <laughs> and then we'll figure it all out. And it's worked out to be really good. So the first one we bought overseas, and it wasn't lightweight like they told us. <laughs> so you required two people. You needed a trailer. It was just – it was a mammoth of a booth, right? Yeah, um, gotcha. We were, yeah, but we got in there, and it, we had bookings coming from left, right, and center, and we were declining – you know, certain dates, and we thought, that's a bit of a waste. Um, We should get another photo booth. But I couldn't find anything in the market at the time that I could set up by myself that was also enclosed. So Mm. I started getting a little bit obsessed, and I started doodling, and I started designing, and, yeah, I designed the photo booth that we use today. And cool. um, Yeah. So within the first year, we, we ended up having about four photo booths within our first year, four or five. Oh, wow. Um, four or five and including the big photo booth. But after we had our other photos, we, we kind of stopped using that big booth that got us started. Yeah, because so, the big booths, um, you see way less of them these days. I see them way less of them at events these days where they've yeah, got the, the, you know, the headache, huge. Right? Yeah, it is a bit that's of a pain. That's worry about, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's how we got into it. And, um, yeah, it started off from – from something that was an idea and then we got a bit obsessed with it and yeah here we are today and how many booths do you have now now we have four of those the star that we have on our website which is an open enclosed star photo booth so it's like the tra- traditional enclosed star photo booth plus mm-hmm. we have two photo pods no sorry mm-hmm. three photo pods that are all different <laughs> yep. in appearance and we have one towel booth so how many is that about eight photo booths plus we still have that big photo booth that's sitting in our garage that we don't use anymore. <laughs> yeah it's hard to get get it's... rid of uh, the old stuff that you don't use anymore because it's a bit of a sentimental attachment I've still got yeah. a lot of my old DJ stuff which I'm actually selling at the moment but I finding it kind of hard because <laughs> you remember the times when you were you know carrying those things out of trailers and yeah, you know, it's the same with DJ gear. Where, you know, like the amount of work you had to do back then to you know yeah. get stuff to work was crazy. 
Well, I still remember like when we, uh, I mean, we had events in the city and we were using that big photo booth. And I remember like we'd come across like a little gutter and we thought, oh, no, it's all over. How are you going to get this booth over the gutter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess every time I see it, I'm like, oh, we should sell it. Then I thought, who would buy it? It's so heavy. And yeah, I know. <laughs> a sentimental attachment to it as well. Yeah, definitely. So, for the people listening, what's the difference? Because you were saying you had, so that you, you've got the enclosed photo booth and you've got the pod photo booth and you said the tower photo booth as well. So, what's yeah, we the what's the difference? Um, basically, just appearance. They look mm-hmm. different, you know. So, depending on what the client wants. So, if they want a traditional enclosed style photo booth, they'd go for the usual one with the enclosure. So, mm-hmm. for privacy. For our photo pods, they're generally just really easy to set up and um, they're open-style photo booths, so it doesn't give that enclosed privacy. Um, it's good for, you know, large groups, large group shots. Um, yeah, yeah. But they generally can – we can program them to do, like, all the social media stuff, the traditional photo booth stuff, um, video oh, messages. Okay. So, yeah, can do a lot of different things, um, but just depending on what the client wants. Yeah, gotcha. And I guess the enclosed ones would probably be better if you want people to be, well, especially if you've got a conservative crowd and you want them to be a bit more expressive or something like that, yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd guess. Whereas open ones would be a bit more inclusive, I guess. And what trend are you finding with, um, especially with weddings, are you finding that they're going for more the open photo booths now? Because it used to be the opposite where it was, you know, everyone yeah, wanted closed. But. We still have a lot of, a lot of the, our demand for photo booths are still for enclosed style photo booths. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we have been seeing a lot more people wanting open style photo booths. And I think generally, because in the market, a lot of photo booth companies that are starting, they're more opting for the open style photo booth, not necessarily because the demand is there, but necessarily because it's easier to set up. Ah, uh, so yes. So, yeah. So I guess maybe you'll see more of a growing de- trend with photo booth companies having open style photo booths, but it's simply because it's it's an easier setup and yeah. And probably just it's much cheaper fun. as well, you know, yeah. for them to just, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've, you know, at events I see, um, you know, people doing their own photo booths and also just, there's a couple of companies that just drive a car around, put some stuff up and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, uh, I guess that's the thing. Like, what do you find is like, well, I guess the question really is around that is, you know, when, because people don't know about these kind of things because quite often um, it's the same with DJs as well. Yeah. You know, someone's getting married, they may get a photo booth for a 60th or something like that and their wedding. So they may, you know, only end up, actually getting a photo booth maybe once or twice in their entire life. The same yeah. with DJs, you know, they only hire them. And so they don't really know anything about what to ask or what they should look for, what they should not look for, um, even questions to ask. So what yeah. would you be your recommendation as far as like if there was someone that didn't know anything at all about photo booths, what should they have a think about or what questions should they ask? Maybe find out like what's included in the package. Is it all inclusive? Is there restrictions? Is it restricted to, you know, the number of prints that you can have in one night and then any prints after that they charge? Uh, maybe find out the photo quality. Photo quality is important. Do they use a, you know, do they use a, a DSLR? Do they use a webcam? How long have they been operating for? Testimonials, I guess. I guess the most important part is can they deliver? Um, mm. you know, have a look for reviews online, see if there's any bad reviews. I mean, 
internet's pretty powerful these days. So the moment mm. someone does a bad job, it could be, you know, up online. Just make sure that they're, yeah, pretty much dependable because you mean you don't want to spend so much money on your wedding and then, um, you know, have a supplier that kind of doesn't deliver from their end. But having said that, there's a lot of great suppliers out there. So mm. I guess maybe just, yeah, research into it. Find out yeah, about the company. And yeah, the cheapest is not always the best, but, you know, they still can deliver, a, a, you know, they can still do a good job, but just good to, ha- you know, make sure that you have a look at reviews as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's the same with DJs as well. I mean, there's actually some really uh, cheap wedding DJs that are awesome, but I guess the other thing is to really think about, you know, what the potential downsides are. So, for example, I know some people that do photo booths that are quite good, but they've only got one booth. So, if their printer goes, then, yeah, you know, it's it. kind of like you you get your money back for the for that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the other thing that's important as well is, yeah, the backups, you know, to make sure that if it's important to you that the photo booth definitely works and to make sure that it's an operator that's got potentially multiple machines or backups or or even training. No, the other thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah just even training. to know how to, you know, to troubleshoot if, you know, something came up. Yeah, because I have been at events before where the printer has stopped working or it's printing all black or something like that, and I can see the the um, the person that's operating it is on the phone furiously <laughs> to someone to try and you know figure out how that works. Because quite often as well with the the photo booths, people just get someone to you know pretty much make sure the props don't go missing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So so there's a big difference there, I guess, as well. With yeah, um, so. All of our attendants have been trained and they've been with us since the beginning. So they're quite reliable and they know what they're doing. And yeah, they're pretty much experts at what they do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the other thing that I've noticed as well, which you probably, you know, because I see a lot of events with photo booths and I guess you're the same with DJs. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that you don't even see. So another thing that's really important, I think, is, um, is what the assistants will actually be wearing as well, because, uh, I've seen the huge difference between, you know, pretty much like wearing all blacks or wearing a costume or something like that all the way through to wearing like high-vis vests and that kind of stuff, which, yeah. at, you know, at different events might be appropriate. But yeah. I'd say for weddings, you don't really want someone in a no, um, high-vis vest. In something yeah. like that. Or, you know, with uh, especially with the, a lot of entertainment companies do it that just lease out like uh, what are they called, like action things like, you know, dunking booths and all that kind of stuff as well. And they'll wear the same t-shirt for a you know for a fair as they would for a wedding so that's another thing as well that you probably don't even really see anything of but that's yeah that's definitely out there so that's another thing i'd recommend people check out as well so what niche are you are you targeting personally like your business what's like if people were going to go to you what's your kind of client we do with a lot of different clients. We have a lot of corporates that hire us. So they've hired us, hire, hire us previously and they, they tend to hire us again. Mm. Um, but we also do a lot of weddings and we do a lot of birthdays. But generally these days, um, I guess in comparison to the beginning, a lot of the photo booth were just a lot of them for, for weddings, like big major events. But we do lots mm. of different events now. So I'm not sure if there's really a particular niche. We do do a lot of brands. Um, and corporates, but we also do a lot of weddings and, and birthdays and, yeah, product launches and all different kinds of events. So I'm not sure if there's really one particular type of event, but we do, yeah, we do, we do do a lot of corporates, but we do lots of weddings as well. So. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like it's more of a service standard, I guess, more than a, like your niche is really a, a level of service because corporates, they can't 
go with anyone that's not 100% there all the time, on point, on time. Yeah. All of that kind like of stuff. And they've been with us before. They know what to expect. Yeah, and we deliver as well, so. Yeah, definitely. So I was just going to ask you a bit more about the what you've noticed about the wedding industry and especially with photo booths. What are the, the trends been over the last couple of years and what do you see as the trends kind of coming up over the next couple of years as far as photo booths or just all of that kind of thing in regards to weddings? Yeah, so I guess um, since we started in 2012, we've noticed that I guess when we first initially started, as I mentioned before, there used to be a lot of big style enclosed photo booths you know you go in there you you take your three photos or your four photos and it comes out with some branded prints Mm. Um, you know people put it in a guest book which is pretty much a traditional photo booth hire I guess these days there's a lot more social media part to it so people can email photos they can put it directly onto Facebook they can share it on Twitter so they can send, you know, text messages, they can do video. I guess the idea of a photo booth now is kind of morphing. Um, mm. You know, it's it's not just the traditional photo booth where you get photos, even though that's still great. Like people still love getting branded prints. People still love getting their photos because these days nobody prints out their photos anymore. You know, they take yeah. heaps of photos on their phone, they take heaps of photos on their camera, but it's all digital files. And you know, when was the last time you actually went to Big W or to a photo store to, to print out your photos? It's all just online, yeah, says, which is, you know, it's, it's nice to have that, to have that, those prints. And I think that's where I've seen a lot of the change, a lot of different, the things that, you know, photo booths can do now, the capabilities. So you can do things like slow motion videos, which is still a booth. You can do green screen. Yeah. There's now gifts, animated gift booths. Um, yeah, it's just, there's right. a lot of, there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of different things that photo booths can do these days. It's become you know, big marketing tools for a lot of brands and yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that is um, pretty We're going to be seeing a lot more trends. Though. We're actually going to the Photo Booth Expo in April in, in Las Vegas. So it's going to be exciting to see what are the trends in America and, you know, how that's developed because they've, they've had photo booths for quite a long time. So I think that we're yeah, definitely. in that regard. So Do you find that we follow their trends or that, that, that I, we have our own or what do you what do you I, find as far I as that goes? I definitely think that because they've been around a lot of the – and because a lot of the software is – it's from the U.S., we do definitely yep. follow the trends of the U.S. You know, not – I do think we have a lot – the photo booths here are quite good though, like in terms of design. So there's a, there's a few, you know, Australian manufacturers that have great designs. But, yeah. I think we follow the US, but I'm sure that we we will probably have our own identity as the years go past, and if, uh, maybe maybe we'll have a few software developers here. But yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, that'd be interesting. Actually, I mean, it's the same with the DJ software as well. Where quite often they'll put all these things into the software, and then it's almost like people use them because they're there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of is like a natural evolution where sometimes, you know, you'll get photo booth suppliers that are using it and it's going really well and so everyone will copy them. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it'll go really badly and, and just no one will use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what advice would you give someone, uh, well, what would you give yourself back in, you know, was it 2012 that you started? Yeah. Yeah, so someone that was in your position where, you know, you were saying that you kind of went for it and uh, it doesn't have to be with photo booths, it could be with anything because, you know, you really just saw a a market 
that wasn't being targeted very well at that time or was you know an emerging target uh, audience yeah. what advice would you give yourself from back then in 2012 mm. i guess i don't know if i would give myself any i think that the journey that we've had and the lessons that we've learned and the problems that we've encountered and was all a bit of a learning experience which was good and it, it's helped us become how we are today <laughs> so I don't know if there's anything that I would change or I can't really think of any advice that I would give because yeah I don't know <laughs> well I guess quite often it's, it's that thing where you know if you did the business plans and spent you know three months of doing all the figures and stuff you probably just wouldn't have no I would have done anything <laughs> so that's why I think I don't know if I'd give myself any advice I'd, I'd just say just get into it like we did and just learn and, and do it and I think just take the risk. And I guess <laughs> learn as you go, really. That's the Yeah, big exactly. Cool. And is there anything that you wanted to tell people listening to this podcast? So that could be other wedding suppliers or it could be brides or grooms or, or anything. Is there anything that you'd like to talk to them about or tell them about or things that they should check out or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, if you guys have got any custom events that – it says we can do pretty much anything to do with photo booths. So as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, photo booths are changing and traditional photo booths, you can still get unlimited prints and, you know, can do green screen and video and slow motion booths and stop motion stuff. It, we can pretty much do a lot of different things. So, you know, if you have some big ideas, um, get in touch with us and we can see how we can make those ideas come to life. Cool. So you can customize. Uh, you can cu- customize it completely. Then. Yeah, we can customize it completely. So we have a you know a good knowledge about capabilities of software and lots of we design photo booths as well. So we're always on top of what's out there. So um, and how can people get in contact with you? Uh, you can get in contact with us through our website, or you can get in contact with us via mobile telephone. All the details are listed on our website, which is theboothbox.com.au. Uh, plus mm-hmm. an email, you can get in contact with us through Facebook. Yeah, pretty much all avenues. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure I'll see you at an event yeah. soon. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. bye.